right, this is the 19th hole, episode two. We have two uh, special guests, Luke Virgil and Sam Leidig. I think I pronounced that last name right. You did. Awesome, awesome, awesome. (laughs) Is it, um, is this the same uh, Leidig as uh, Leidig Farms in Mishawaka? Yes, sir. Nice. Verge, you might have heard of them. Oh, I, I, the Leydig, Leydig family, I feel like, is pretty known in the whole <laughs> South Bend area. Awesome. We just are all concentrated in, like, one area of the country, and it just happens to be Mishawaka, South Bend area. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. It kind of sucks sometimes, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> Anyways, so you guys get the – everyone can get the hint that this is a golf podcast, but we've had – um we're going to have some random people on just to shoot the shit, you know, and, uh, and, um, talk and stuff. But this is a golf episode. We're really going to be just going through, um, just some funny golf stories, uh, that Luke and I have shared. I'm pretty sure Sam, you have some funny ones as well that you can tell us about. Um, (laughs) we'll end up doing that. Um, We'll make. I'm gonna make our announcement uh, that Sam and Verge know about. Just it's not through the public yet. I have been um, sitting on it and um, putting some time to thought into it. So it is a pretty big announcement, and um, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a pretty good one for people to know. So let's get on to um, let's get on to funny golf stories, boys. Verge, you want to? You want me to kick it off? I, I say you kick it off. I kicked it off the last time. Well, I mean, since it's a new podcast, I guess I'll go back and tell the same story. I we think did. we, I think we need to. You know, I um, want to hear this too. Oh, it's so. <laughs> so we're playing at this Goat Ranch track. They've got twenty-seven holes in Bristol, Indiana. It's actually right by my work. Um, and we're it's a it's a BYOB course. They don't sell booze, so you, so you can just bring your own cooler right in, right there and. Uh, it's one of those type of places. Half the carts don't work. None of them have windshields. Um, so we're playing a, a while. We're dozing. Um, what, we're probably on the second second eighteen. I think we played red for, or we played white we played first, white and then we first, went to, then went to then red. Played red. And uh, this is, you know, probably a dozen beers in on fourteen. <laughs> and I give. We're just driving down the fairway. I give Bryce a little little juke on the cart little check to see if he's hanging on he's not he goes oh you almost threw me out of the cart and so then i just went ahead and just did it a little bit harder of one and his ass goes flying out of the cart (laughs) like tries to catch his fall by like running a little bit of course he didn't and he just falls and hits the back of his head (laughs) and it's just laying there so 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 we roll the cart back around to to see if he's okay when we get out and he's laying there we walk over the top of him and he goes where am i as in like and he tries to fake this concussion that he didn't have and it was it was a a pretty big act but uh but yeah that was pretty hysterical you got thrown from the cart if you would know the amount of pain i was going through you yeah, would I, think you would have a concussion. Well, you, if, <laughs> if you if you would have if you would have a little bit more agility, you would have been able to catch that fall. I'm That's not. True. I'm. I'm not going to get into any more of it. 
but I do have another funny story. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw out the name of the course. It's called Raber. You've probably heard of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know. But anyways, Raver has a special vehicle that goes along the back ass end of the course, and that vehicle is called a train. So one day it was Verge, Luke Davis, and I. I think it was just us three. Am I correct? I think so. So this train's coming, and uh, we're like on the set. It's it's. It, I don't know what hole it is. All I know is the hole goes along the train tracks. And once again, we had some we had some beers in us, and that train. I hear the train, and. I look back at Verge and I yell, Verge, hybrid, now. So I go lining up, team my ball up, and Verge throws me the hybrid. And I swear that conductor saw what was going to go on. He just gave us, <laughs> he gave us the worst look ever. And I just wait like me, like five cars. And I yell out the loudest four I think I've ever <laughs> yelled in my whole life. And I make just a beeline drive straight at that train. And it makes the loudest thud possible. <laughs> the, the thud was louder than your yell four. I think, <laughs> and I don't think I, we, we were laughing for a solid 20 minutes straight. Like we, the next, the next three holes were awful for us because we could not stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I got one for you. I yeah, go like, ahead. Um, I guess I got a couple. I feel like all good golf stories start with the golf cart. And um, like our <laughs> so friends true. here, um, we were at uh, Hampshire. It's like up in Michigan a bit. I think they have two 18 hole courses. And, um, Believe it or not, we were completely sober when this was going down. Um, and it was early morning, so the, obviously you got dew on the grass. And uh, I'm driving the golf cart, which, and I'm with my cousin, uh, who, and this is the summer right before college, and he's going off to uh, play basketball. And so he's like, I mean, he like was trying to stay safe, stay in shape, stuff like that. And, oh boy. Um, there's this huge valley. It's like a par three and you have to, it's not really a river. It's just a giant valley. And I shank a ball down there. Oh and no. My, my lazy ass is like, I'm not walking down there. Let's just take the cart. So we head down there. And uh, next thing you know, uh, I feel like myself lose control of the cart. And I, then I obviously slam on the brakes and just start 360 down the hole. Oh, and no. once we got to the bottom, <laughs> uh, his side, so the passenger side would have been up towards the hill and we hit like a dry spot and flipped the cart. His, oh, all his golf clubs, it's a yard sale. <laughs> all of his clubs are spread out all over the course. He goes flying over the top of the golf cart, the golf cart battery flew out, the seat oh, flew, out, no. flew out, and uh, we ended up having to, <laughs> we used my other buddy's golf cart to like push the golf cart because it didn't work. We broke it <laughs> and we pushed it up the hill with the other golf cart and uh, I don't know how, but got it back to the the golf cart shed and um, 
got away uh, safe and clean. <laughs> haven't been back was... since, but. Oh, man. So, so you literally just dodged a bullet there, dodged oh, a shit. Oh, yeah. Money. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty nice golf cart, too. <laughs> and I was like freaking out. And oh, boy. Like, my cousin, like, got, when he flew out, he like, got trapped under the flipped golf cart, like the the oh, ceiling of it, like, like, slammed into his leg. So he was freaking out. Like, he was like sore the next day. He didn't know if he, like, tore an ACL or something like that. Oh, so God. That was a uh, uh, pretty, pretty interesting day. And then I got one more. This was back in high school. Uh, where were we? We were up in Granger, a golf course in Granger. And we played it during the day. And Nolwood? Yep. Yep. That's it. And there's. You would know uh, that. <laughs> there's this. Uh, there's this. I can't remember what hole it is, but there's a hole with uh, a bunch of water. And we noticed a bunch of golf, ball, golf, ball, golf balls in there during the day. And so then we had the bright idea of going back at night in the middle of summer, <laughs> bringing five gallon buckets and just waiting for a, like, you know, wading into the water and um, getting all these golf balls. Well, I didn't know this. I guess apparently no one else did, but it's like patrolled at night sometimes. And so like next thing we know, we get rolled up on by some cops. And so at that point, it's just a free-for-all. So we all just, like, darted <laughs> off in different directions. <laughs> and thankfully, me and my other buddy got, like, I mean, in that scenario, it's kind of like when you and your friends get chased by a bear. It's just you don't have to be the fastest guy. You just can't be the slowest because that's who yeah. the cops are going to go after. So right. thankfully, I wasn't the slowest. But the one buddy who uh, <laughs> was the slowest got, like, pinned down. Like, he was hopping holes, like, hiding in bushes. And these cops are just, like, <laughs> looking for him for like an hour and a half on this course while me and my buddy like made it to our car and like we're calling him and so it just ended up being this whole like secret mission of uh trying to find him but eventually he ended up like he found like a like the road that like splits the golf course and we coordinated a pickup and it was like mission impossible the car's still like going down the road we open up the door he's sprinting and jumps in and we ended up getting away uh, scot-free. Oh, no. That's legendary. Yeah, that was <laughs> – and, again, haven't been back since. But um, Dude, That might have just highlighted the whole episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the best part about it is I still have a golf ball to this day from that pond. So that's kind oh. of my keepsake from it. So, oh, so you sure. got to shrine that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a shitty pinnacle, but, you know, I'm not going to complain. It's a good story. Hey, do, I don't mind the pinnacles, to be honest with you guys. Sam <laughs> – Sam, yeah. let me ask you a question. Do, so, do you do you have that ball in your bag at all times? You know, I I actually have it. Like, I have this like golf drawer with like just club head covers and just a bunch of random stuff, and I just keep it in there. But I think I should put it in my bag for good luck. Maybe that's yeah. why I've been playing so poorly. That's a good could idea. Be, could be. I I've got a ball, and my reason I said I've got a ball made me think of this. I got a ball in my bag that's like seven or probably ten years old at this point. That like Dave Long. Well, just a kid in our area that's that's like uh, he's a, a junior pro. He plays on like mini tours. He signed this golf ball, and I thought it was gonna be worth someday. Still, still is gonna be, still is gonna be worth something <laughs> someday. On. But yeah, it's been in my bag forever. I love and, it. Uh, it's my it's my good luck. There you go, Bryce. Bryce, you got something in your bag that you hang on to? Actually, you what? always have in your bag. What has it happened with? Did it happen in twenty seventeen? Well, I'm saying, do you have something in your bag that oh. you always carry with you? 
Just for some good luck, or do you have something in your bag that's Are traveled you with you from bag to bag? Anything? Well, I will get to where I was thinking, but no, actually, you know what? Let me think about it real quick. I honestly don't. Maybe just a bunch of old school, old scorecards from when Yumi gave some manual played a lot. Guys, I do have a lot of those rounds still. You carry around some old scorecards in your bag. Yeah, me and I kind of like, like that. Me and Wog, you do that. Me and Josh Wagman both. Um, and I do that. I, but, for whatever reason, hang on to my scorecards. I've got like a drawer full of like old scorecards from. Oh, I I don't know what I'm gonna do with them, but <laughs> you, you you do the same thing, Sam. Oh oh yeah, no, I, I I kept so I guess a little backstory of my like golf career or whatever you want to call it is yeah so in high school like 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 you can tell I just kind of messed around. You know, I, I don't even think I had my own set of clubs in high school. I was just mm-hmm. going for the social aspect. And then uh, two years ago, uh, broke up with my girlfriend and wanted to find a hobby. So I picked up golf and haven't looked back since. So bringing us back to the point, uh, last summer, like I just went balls to the wall uh, with golf and kept all my scorecards from all last summer. And I just counted them the other day, and I have 83. Oh, my box. Yeah. Damn. Um, but that's so I, much golf career. Yeah. Well, the beauty of it is I'm single and I don't have uh, uh, kids like yourself. So uh, exactly. I, have a, I have a lot more freedom and time. To, uh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. trust me, you do. Yeah, Sam, Sam. I mean, I was just going to say, I've got, a, I gained a lot of respect for you and not, not because you've kept all the scorecards, honestly, but because you broke up with your girlfriend to play golf. That's, <laughs> pretty, I that's, that's noble. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I feel shitty, but then when I'm on the golf course, I'm like, oh, it's definitely worth it. Married to the game, baby. Right. That's right. I think, um, oh, yeah. Like, no, they aren't lying. When you get married, your golf, your golf and hobbies get shot down from 100% to 25%. I'm not lying. It's not even a bad thing. It's just you get too busy, and plus when you have, especially when you have a child, it gets down to 10%. Oh, for sure. And that's why you see all those memes, all those golf accounts. They, yeah. they put memes about asking their wives to play twice a weekend. I'm like, I'm trying to play 36 Saturday and Sunday. I'm cool. trying to play I'm trying to play nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man. shoot. Dude, that's uh, like I'm not even kidding when I say this. Like I am, like whenever like I, I go on a date. Like at the end of last summer, I went on a couple of dates, and like I was like, I don't know if I want to get in a relationship because you know 2020 summer's coming up, and I'm really trying to lower my handicap. And mm-hmm. like it's it, honest to God, has played a factor in my dating life in a negative Preach. way. But I'm not mad about it. To be Preach. Honest. I'm not mad. I mean. I mean, free time is yeah. Let's I, I, let's keep, let's stick this to a golf podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh man, so, no, I feel I totally feel you. I totally feel that. So, um, should we go ahead and um, get getting into our picks? Are we gonna do the couple courses? Oh sure. Let's do those, and we'll get into our picks. Go for it, Bryce. So. Of course, um, both you know about the tops, about treetops. But um, actually, what started the whole treetops golf trip off was um, actually a resort called Shaney Creek, which our Arnold Palmer 
courses. Um, one, the best one up there is called the legend and that's hands down the best course of our golf I've ever played. It's called the legend up in Bel Air, Michigan. And then the, the other, and then I'll just honestly just count the others as one and it's just treetops minus tradition. Tradition, tradition could, could fuck yeah. off. Tradition could fuck off. Agree. You mean, yeah, my, my favorite up at, up at treetops is masterpiece. You see, I like signature the best, to be honest with you. No, take that back. No, not signature. I'm, I'm sorry. Fazio, premier course. Mm-hmm. But, um, Sam, if you do go, I'm telling you, and Verge can agree on this, if you don't want to spend a crap ton of money, go either in the spring, like in early May, or go in the fall. How much is it normally? And like- it's like it's like four four fifty roughly in like the early spring and for, late fall. That's exactly like what, what it is for one for eighteen holes in a cart. No, no, that's for like the weekend. That's oh, for the okay. weekend. Stay gotcha. and play. I like, mean, maybe maybe closer to five hundred, but you know, actually, Verge, you were right the first time because I put a, my hundred dollar deposit down a couple months ago. And then I only have to pay like I only have to pay three sixty. So you're right; it's really four sixty. Sure. And that's with I I believe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. They give you three meals, so they give you um, three days eh, of meals. So gra- yeah, but whatever. still, it's it's all in it. You're gonna sound like George Blaha now. Oh, shove it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sa- Sam, what what you've got a, f- a couple of favorite courses that you've played. Um, yeah, so actually this, when was it? Actually back in January, I went down to Florida and played a couple of courses. Um, and right now, probably the top of my list is, uh, I got to go to TPC Sawgrass. Um, sure. I didn't, so the, just for 18 holes in a cart, the stadium course, like the one that like, you know, the pros play was six hundred dollars now we were oh going, my goodness we were going sunday morning um so i was like i'm not about to drop that much money on 18 holes right uh, so they have a like a course right on the the campus or whatever um and it's pretty similar like i mean it mm-hmm. was well groomed like it literally looked like a video game like there was not yeah. a blade of grass out of you know out of place for sure and um it mimics some of the holes and it was just such a beautiful course. It, it, I mean, it was the first time that I've ever had like a caddy. Like it was like mm-hmm. mandatory caddies, which awesome. was new to me. Um, so that was uh, a great experience. Um, just man, and then we also got to play the LPGA um, International, or like where they play the LPGA Championship course in Florida, right there in Daytona. And that was the most fun course. It was so difficult, but so fun. Just the way, just the way it was set up, and like how nice the greens were. Um, and it was like it wasn't that expensive. It was like mm-hmm. 50, 60 bucks. So uh, my one, two um, courses, my one and two courses, got to be those two for sure. For sure. I would. I, so I think I'm my like one of the best courses or coolest courses that I played. 
is right up that alley. I played TPC Scottsdale um, in Arizona. Oh, I heard that. You, I heard you have to check that out. I heard that was better than TPC Sawgrass. Yeah. So we played. I played that course with my brother um, a couple couple years ago, and it was actually in January. It was in right around Christmas time. And they they had the whole time we were there. They were setting up the bleachers. When, so when oh. we played, when we played sixteen, it was they had uh, all the bleachers in the stadium set up. Um, so it was pretty cool. We got to tee off like right where they teed off. It's surprisingly a short hole. It's That's not a very long hole. That's what I heard. It, it's it, like it what, like one twenty and one thirty. Yeah, yeah. I hit a I hit a wedge, and I think my brother hit like a fifty six or something something small. I, I, I remember it was. It, it was not a very long hole. You very can, um, close. Uh, I I hit it off the rolled off the back. The greens were really mm-hmm. quick, um, sure. but that was one of my favorite courses I've I've played. Um, I played a couple of courses down in Florida, um, Sharks Tooth and Camp Creek. They're both like in um, oh gosh, I can't Rosemary Beach area on okay. the Panhandle on the Panhandle. Um, I think the SEC uh, ch- championship is played down there. Nice. And uh, the, those courses were really nice. Um, but honestly, one of the courses that is the nicest courses, one of my favorite courses to play is actually a mile and a half down the road from my house, uh, Notre Dame Warren course, oh, yeah. uh, where, where they just played the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Senior. Senior. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That course is it, – it was so nice. I played it I played it about a month before they played and then a month afterwards. And oh, I bet it, it was it, so nice. It's, it's so nice. And, and even when they – even a year before they uh, hosted it, it was so nice. So that's one of my favorite courses, honestly. I, I've played that a couple times too, and it is – yeah, like you said, it is just – it's it's fun, while but still like very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you get I feel like you get all the elements. There's like I mean, you got bunkers, trees, water. I mean, I just water. feel like exactly it, it really tests like all all your skills. Mm-hmm. Risk reward holes. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, and and you can you can play there on an on a weekday night, uh, like a weekday night after five o'clock, I think. So you can play in the summer for forty nine bucks uh, for eighteen in a cart, which is not that bad. No, let's to get on that, that type of course. Oh yeah, I'm always in. So, I'm gonna add one more thing in. So, you, Verge. So you said you played, um, you played the courses in the Panhandle and Scottsdale, right? Wasn't there one more? Did you play one in South Carolina? Um, I played a course in South Carolina. I don't think it was that – I mean, I just actually saw it on an Instagram account, although I didn't think it was that great. I can't remember the name of yeah. it. I didn't know if was it was it like a, a famous one. It, I, it's a, I don't know if it's famous. Um, it was in Charleston, um, and I just saw it on a golf account, but I didn't walk away thinking it was that sweet of a course. Yeah. My brother-in-law just played um, – I think it's called Old Head. It's in Ireland. Oh yeah. Oh he yeah. He just played that a few months ago and he shot like he shot like a 75. <laughs> what? <laughs> he shot a 75 at old head. And then Is he really good? He's he's pretty good. And then Damn. it was funny because then last year he shot a 75 at Medina in you know in Chicago. Then yeah. he goes back then he goes back home to his home, to his home course in Kansas City and shoots like an 86. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the game that's, of golf for you. That's the game of golf. The exactly. highs and lows. 
But should we get into the picks? Yeah, I think Let's so. All right. But here, before we get into the picks, I just I do want to give a shout out to um to uh, Game on Sports podcast. Sam actually does um does uh do podcasts with them. And I'm just gonna get an announcer right now. Nineteenth hole in Game on Sports podcast might be collaborating within the next month or so. Like I said, I've been sitting on it. I've been thinking about it, and I've been talk. I've been talking to the guys, and I said I kind of want to get a feel, have my run my own podcast for a little bit, see how we um how it's going. And honestly, boys, if we keep doing episodes like this, I don't see why we couldn't make a collaboration. If you guys are both in on it, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, and I, I haven't been uh, too involved on. Uh, I know you've been speaking with Don, um, the guy, yeah. the founder of the Game On um, podcast. Cool dude, really chill um, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a New Yorker. He's so funny. Oh yeah, that. dude. I've already yeah. I've already gotten him going about saying I'm an Islander fan, which is a total uh, lie. Just, just just to stir up the pot, dude. He is a, a dude. If I there's nothing more in life I enjoy than just getting him heated, and he's just that <laughs> typical stereotypical New Yorker who just talks super fast and just got like a temper. Uh, he's uh yeah no he's a great guy. He's um, awesome. But he, he um he mentioned to me. He's like, hey, check out this podcast, 19th Hole. Um, I think you would kind of fit because he listened to one of your guys' episodes. First and, episode. Like, um, yeah. And said, I think you would be a good fit. What do you think about, you know, collabing with them or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm always open to it. So I know I'm definitely happy to be a part of this. And, I'm, and I know Don is as well. So this is, uh, is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And I for sure. can't, wait to, uh, can't wait for future episodes. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. not, and it's not always just gonna be um, just me, Luke, and Sam. Sometimes I'll have I'll have uh, our buddy Luke Davis on, and as long as well as our other golf friends. But um, we're for sure me, Luke, and you, me, Luke, and Sam will be the three main guys doing the podcast. But sometimes we will all we all won't be on at the same time due to our scheduling. <coughs> Dying over here. But yeah. <laughs> All right, anyways, let's get on to the picks. So what is the first major coming up? Well, the the players is in three weeks, so I think we just pick pick that right now. All right, so and that's at TPC Sawgrass. So I think Sam, I think <laughs> I think you've got to make the first pick. Sam, here. go ahead, buddy. And yeah. do we hang on before we go, do we is there any rules on this? Can we use the same player twice to pick these to make these picks or because I say, I, that's fair. I mean I could I say definitely it's fair. I, I, I can see I mean, people doubling up on majors. I, so. I do too. I do too. Okay. I just wanted to check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. The one thing that I remember the most about TPC Sawgrass was the greens. And it was literally like putting on cement. And so uh, I think someone who um, who's going to be a pretty good putter – and obviously putted well uh, this past weekend. I think Bryson uh, DeChambeau is going to be yes. my dark horse for that. He's really coming into form. He put he bulked up a little bit. He's been driving well. He's been putting like a robot. Um, I think after letting this uh, the last what was it last WGC three holes in Mexico, yeah the that uh, tournament in Mexico uh, slip slip from his grasp there. I think he's going to be uh, 
uh, coming out hot here and uh, ready, ready to take the win. And really, he had one bad day, and mm-hmm. he, or else he, and he would have won it. Yeah, that's and, that's true, dude. He was he was playing lights out. What did he birdie nine holes? Set like a oh. horse record. There was uh, a lot of there was a lot of guys out there firing low numbers. Dude. And the thing about it is, is he came out of the like he came out of nowhere. Like yeah, he, mm-hmm. like yeah, last season it was, it was up and down season for him. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like he came out of nowhere. Like I didn't I didn't expect it to be honest with you guys. I I um I I don't know what his current ranking is, but I always thought he was gonna be like maybe not middle of the pack, maybe the the higher side of the middle pack. I didn't think he'd ever crack like the top 15, top 20, but uh, the way he's been playing, like I think everyone's been doubting his scientific approach to the game, but I think he's really starting to kind of figure out uh, what works well for him. And I think before uh, what kind of hurt him as you guys seen his swing before is very mechanical. And I don't think he, I don't think he was hitting hitting drives or hitting his irons very long. And I think with like the bulking up and then just kind of uh, figuring out how to get more distance. I mean, today's current game is all about distance. I mean, mm-hmm. if you can bomb a ball 330 yard, uh, 330 yard drive, you know, you're taking a wedge shot in. I mean, then from that point, it's just, you know, practice. So I think right. the fact with that he's bombing balls now, um, really really kind of uh boosted his game no i totally agree and bryson's actually the 14th ranked player in the world right now just uh, pulled it up there you go but, but yeah i mean <clears throat> crazy mm-hmm. i at first i thought i was i didn't know what I, how i felt about him i thought he was a little gimmicky and um like this mm-hmm. is like two or three years ago when he first like kind of popped on the scene but exactly. the more the more i've like listened to his interviews and uh got to get a better feel of his personality i, I really like the guy he seems like a genuine dude and um i don't know it's just a different way to play golf and that's the great thing about golf like you don't have to swing the ball like or swing a club like Rory to be good. You can Mm-mm. swing like Tony Fee mm-hmm. now, or you can swing exactly. like both. Swing your um, swing. Yeah, exactly. Whatever works. Yep. Arnold Palmer, swing your swing, baby. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my players pick, and this one's you know I'm really going out on a limb here, but I'm gonna pick the same guy that won it last year, Rory McIlroy. Yeah. I he's really really hot and. He uh he's got four top ten finishes here. I I think he's he's too good right now. Um, and like you said, putting like he's been a he's been a good putter, but his mm-hmm. he can hit the ball mile. I I I think he sets up well for this course. Obviously, he won last year. I think he's too hot. I I I'm taking Rory for the players. I like it. All right, I am also. Are you are you good? You got is that your pick? Yep. My now we Rory. now we are doing all the majors, right? Yep. We're, we're, we're doing all, we're, all, we're all right. the next four majors too, all and right. now we have it. It's going to be official too because this is going into a podcast, and this is going to be locked up. So, uh, so, okay. so yes. it, I'm on the record now. Yeah. Okay. No more Here we go. My picks, like I said, I'm saying I said it back in then when I, I'm just making that up. But <laughs> go ahead. All <laughs> right. I'm going on. I'm going on a limb right now. You guys. All right. This is it. I'm going with old Tommy Fleetwood. Ooh, sure. I'm going with Tommy. I mean, 
He's looking for his first. He's looking for his first win in the U.S. And um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna happen to the players. I like that. I like the players. I do too. He he reminds me of like the Ricky Fowler type, who's just just like on the brink of success, of like you know bursting on the scene. Not that those guys aren't very, not that they're not famous or very good. They just I, I don't. Ricky hasn't won a major. Has Tommy ever won a major? I don't think no. He, no, he hasn't. He just won. He's okay. just won a couple events, but he's a solid golfer. He's oh, oh yeah, he, he can crank it. That's for sure. I like it. So, uh, what do we have next? Bryce, go ahead. PGA. The, so the next next one is the PGA Championship. It is going to be they play. Oh no, the next Masters? one is going to be the Masters. The next yeah. one will be the Masters. April 10th. At, at, Augusta, at Augusta National. Does that mean I'm back up? My yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam, you go yeah. ahead. I, I need time yeah. for this one. We'll keep the we'll okay. keep the order. Um I think uh I think John Rahm's gonna win that. Um, oh, okay. if, if if he can if he can keep his head together, um I mean he's one of the best ball strikers out there right now. He uh he's a young guy, so I think Every tournament he plays, he's just getting more and more experience. And um, I mean, has he's? I mean, I know he's won a couple of championships, but not no majors. Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Um, so I think uh, obviously there's a mystique around the Masters, and I think he's going to be uh, in prime condition to uh, to really play that course. He can shape the ball well. He can hit it long. Um, he's He's good all around. Like I said, I think the only uh, the only uh, hinge point for him is if he can uh, just keep keep calm and uh, not chuck his club when he gets upset. <laughs> Known for that uh, head mentality. I, I, I love I love the John Rom pick. You might oh, you yeah. might hear me you might hear me say his name later, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love, he's a good player. Um, for my Masters pick and. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Say um, it. Say it. It's it's Tiger. pretty easy for me. It, it. Yeah, it's it's, there it's you big go. cat. It's yeah. big cat. It's big <laughs> cat. And and here's it. and here's the reason why is that he th- I love that he just won the Zozo already this year. I thought that was a huge that was really encouraging that he's won that. He didn't play well at the Genesis, which is it's it. I don't think that's you need to take too much from that. Um, mm-hmm. He said he's going to take a couple weeks off. He didn't play in Mexico. Um, we don't know when he's going to play next, but he said the one thing he did say is he wants to peak at Augusta. And I think that's the one tournament he circles every year and he wants to win. And I think this year, I, I, I think this it's the same thing is going to happen uh, as last year's. I think Tiger's going to put, put the green jacket. What happens? Does he put the green jacket on himself? Like, how does that work? I actually oh, don't know. I forget. I, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, know, but I, I hope, <laughs> I hope, I hope Tiger too. has to put the green jacket on himself again. So yeah. I think I, I I have Tiger in that. Um, I he plays so well at the course. I mean, and I think a big thing for Tiger's success, and he said it is it need, it needs to be warm. His back when it gets cold, he gets mm-hmm. stiff, and it, when it's warm, he can play well. So that's why I like uh, that's why I like Tiger in this in this majors. The other the other four majors or the other three majors are not played in warm are warm places necessarily, or really warm like like Japan was when it where he won. So. I, I like Tiger with the Masters. And, and if you think about it, like if you're Tiger freaking Woods, 
like it's going to be hard to get up for the Zozo Championship, you know. Like if you right. have 83 wins under your belt, like you don't care about the Zozo, no matter what he says. And uh, the Masters, that's a big one. That's a great white buffalo. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think uh, you're that's a great pick. And I would love think about the storyline of a back to back Masters win. Uh, after whatever his layoff was. That would be an unbelievable story. I can't wait for the documentaries to come out about this. Can't wait for it. What about you, Bryce? I'm down to two guys, but um, I'm actually going to take the second, um, my second guess, and I'm going to go with old JT. I'm going Justin Thomas. Ooh, yeah, chokes, choke job on Sunday. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that pick. Throw, throw, throw the dip in Thomas and bring home the green jacket. <laughs> Come on! Does he I like that during the game or during round? Yeah, he he does. You can tell, oh, especially yes. when he's when he's got a lead or when he is playing bad. When he's like on, I, I I just feel like it's whenever he just says, "All right, I need to do I need to do what I need to do best," and that's when he does it. Dude, yep. um, so uh, I, and it's so you, you can see it, or he or he oh. makes it more obvious when he doesn't really care when he's playing. He bad literally hangs his lip. Okay, I didn't know if that was like just like a, his facial expression where he just kind of sticks his lip out. But like I've I've thought about that. Like I've seen him talking. Like does he have a does he got a lipper in right now? I I didn't think he would be the one to do it because you know he's that traditional golfer right. uh, type. But well, well even even when he doesn't up. go ahead. No, I was just saying when even when he like doesn't have a lip in, it's like the same with like all the guys that play golf and chew uh-huh. for a while. They have that little like puff in their lip mm-hmm. that is Duffner. always there. Yeah. yeah, like they always have it there, and that's like JT has one of those. Mm-hmm. So does Duffner. He, he, he's got the dip lip. Oh yeah, I saw uh, what is his name? Uh, Barnrat, Abby Barnrat. He's at Kierdak. Uh... <laughs> Kierdak, baby. Yeah, dude, I saw him. They uh, a meme came out about him. He was smoking a jewel out on the course. He was like trying to be discreet <laughs> about it, and I saw him just ripping a jewel. I was like, heck yeah, he's, love he's it. He's a spirit animal. For you sure. love to see it. Um, Players uh, are buzzing. Let's, let's go. Let's go to the next uh, major championship, the PGA Championship. That's going to be in May, like third week in May, I think. Um, week, week after treetops. Yeah. That is at another. That's at TPC Harding Park, uh, in San in San Francisco. Um, yeah. it's it's they haven't held that many events there, so there's not much course history. They had a, um, I think it was a, uh, Presidents Cup or a, a uh, maybe a Presidents Cup or a Ryder Cup. I think it was a Presidents Cup. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't really do too much research other than Wikipedia page and just glance down. <laughs> um, but 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 they uh, they they play they've played a very few events there. But it's in San Francisco. Um, Sam, you want to give your pick for the yeah, PGA champion the PGA championship? Yes, I, I'll make this fast. I don't think there's much. Uh, there's not a whole lot of explanation needed on this one. Brooks Kepka. It's only a matter of time before he. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's been off. Uh, he hasn't been playing a whole lot lately, so I think um, after once it's midseason, you know, I, I just by statistics, I think he's going to win one of them, and yep. why, not, why not this one? After his injury, for sure, for yeah. sure, I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to come out guns a blazing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Luke? 
Um, I, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to make this just not uninteresting or not interesting, but uh, I'm going to say Brooks Kepka as well for the same, same reasons. That's who I had yeah. uh, I mean, slotted in. Yep. He's the favorite plus seven fifty on Vegas odds to win oh, yeah. there. Uh, it's a longer course. And I think that the fairways are pretty large, which make it, e- which make it easier for Brooks um, just to be able to bomb the ball and still find fairways. So if it, they were really narrow, I would I would maybe tend to fade a longer hitter, but I think Brooks has got the BJ Championship. I like that. Bryce's, All right, boys. Bryce's son. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you Virg, just answer it. I'm I'm going with BK just because of the injury he had, and my son is named after him. So we're going with Brooks right. Kepsen on the PJ right, Championship. Three for three. Easy there enough. We go. All right. Uh, what's the, next? The next one is in June, and June. This was June eighteenth. The U.S. Open held at uh, New York. Uh, it's up upstate New York, I believe. Wingfoot. Uh, they played. Good one. This is one of the rotating U.S. Open venues. Um, they played the 2006 U.S. Open here. Davis Love won there. I think they played a Ryder Cup or President's Cup there as well. Yes. And maybe that's where I'm getting, maybe, maybe I was getting confused with Wingfoot with uh, TPC Harding, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to go with a dark horse on this one. I'm gonna okay, I like Fowler. it. Ricky Fowler, I okay. think he's, I think he's due. Um, he's obviously, you know, I mean, he's obviously one of the best players in the world. He's just had trouble finishing. Um, he's won a couple championships, and he's just set – you know, that major that's kind of eluding uh, him. And I think uh, I think this year is going to be – he just got married to Allison Stoke. Give her a look on uh, Instagram or Google. <laughs> Not a bad-looking girl. So I think uh, <laughs> marriage is going to be in a good place, and I think he's going to come out firing, and I think, uh, I think he's going to be ready to take this one home. Yeah, I mean – I mean, I, I like to think that these guys with all their babe wives and girlfriends that, you know, they, they play better, but kind of opposite, well, not opposite for Tiger, but his, uh, his girlfriend slash wife, you know, not to, uh-huh. not to rip on her. She must be a very nice lady, but she's not, you know, I, I feel like Tiger could do a little bit better, but he's playing good now. So whatever works for I, him. So maybe, maybe that's a secret, uh, secret sauce is just don't get with a too hot of a girl. I 100% agree with that. I can't. I'm so happy you brought that up because after he won the Masters, <laughs> yeah. they like showed her. I was like, "Who the heck is that?" Like, <laughs> That's his girl, baby. I was like, I gave her a quick Google, and I was like, "All right, teach her own. She must be uh, low maintenance." And I think yeah. that was probably the key. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's a great point. No, but yeah, you know, Tiger seems so happy. So I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give him the pass, and he's the yeah. man, the ultimate stick man. I mean. So oh, yeah. no, you, you can't go wrong with them. So you're going with Tiger? No, I'm not going no. with Tiger. I'm not going with Tiger. Um, I am also – I would call him my, my biggest dark horse of, of my master's picks. And I want to pick Brooks. I do think Brooks has a good chance to win here too. Um, I also would love to see Phil Mickelson complete the career grand slam here. Yeah. He does. He has played well at Wingfoot, so – I don't know. I know he, like, I think he has to qualify technically right now for the U.S. Open. <laughs> he's, and, and, he, and he's not, he said he's not 
accepting any exemptions to play in the U.S. Open. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see on that. I, I'd love Phil to win. But my pick actually is my dark horse is Patrick Cantlay. I think his game has been so good. He's found himself, I believe, in the top 20 world golf ranking. He's a stud. Um, Dude, I, he, I used uh, to hate his his style of play, but um, I think I think he's a good player, and I think he can uh, he can get it done. Yeah, no, I'm. I think that's a great pick. He right now he's the the I think he's the third or fourth member of the of the U.S. golf team when they go to Japan and play the Olympics. Like it's like Brooks, JT, DJ, and then Patrick Cantlay. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not sure how they qualify. Oh. I assume some sort of point system, but so, no, um, they yeah. go off of they go off of world. Sorry to interrupt. They go off of world golf ranking, and Patrick Cantlay's seventh in the world. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that, but wow. Yeah, so I'm going – I guess that's not a dark horse then. <laughs> I uh, like that pick, though. So I am – so this is my dark horse, and I was just going through um, through the Mexico championship. But um, I'm thinking Gary Woodland to win it. I'm thinking Gary. Repeat. I think, I think he's going to do it. I think he'll go for a repeat. He, I love he that. puts himself in position every every championship to to win it, and you know, it all, like we all know, it only takes you know one magical day. And um, I mean, he's definitely got the capability to do it. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going with uh, old Gary. I like it. I like it. All right, the fourth and final major, July sixteenth. That seems so. Life is going to be so good in July. <laughs> it's going to be great. Like, like I'm going to have to um, that that Sunday of the of all these majors, I might miss because I'm out on the golf course. I know I mean, what I do. Don't we? I always bring my phone and like we'll like stream it and like on a speaker. It, I've done it. Oh yeah, you got to. It's like I've I want to golf, but I also want to watch. You know, it's it's a they need to start putting TVs in golf carts. Yeah, they do. We're we like take the navigation system. I I, I like yeah. the navigation system, but I'd take it. I'd take it over the. I I've taken my iPad out there and watched and streamed the the matches before. So the, there's no shame in that. No, I I don't think so. Uh, the last and fourth and final major, the British Open. And I will always call it the British Open. Mm-hmm. Um, that is in July at uh, Royal St. George's in England. Um, I've heard that th- it is the worst um, based off of per, per Kevin Kisner. I've heard this is the worst of the rotating uh, British Opens. So take that for what it's worth. Mm. Um, hmm. So I, I, I have – uh, a memory or a bank of players that I think are going to win uh, uh, majors this year. And I've kind of been plugging and playing where I think um, usually these, the British open favors those European players. Um, but I think this is the year of the upset. Um, and I think, I think an American's going to win this. And um, I know this is going to be a blast in the past, a name we haven't heard too much in um in a while, but uh, I think Jordan Spieth is going to make mm. his comeback this year, and I think he's going to make it at the British Open. Um, he's he's uh, typically known um, for uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember the exact course, but I believe those link style courses have pretty big fairways. Oh, and, yeah. Um, 
where Jordan struggles the most is when he's hitting out of the rough. Like if you if you see when he does well um, and when he's playing poorly, it's when he can't get his drive in the fairway. Um, because I mean, obviously we know he's a great putter. He's a great. He's got a great short game. Uh, what his his struggles this past couple of years has just been from his driving. He just he's not hitting it very long and he's not accurate. And so I think with these wide open fairways that, that sets uh that sets a ball up for him to uh get a run at it. So but I know that that's probably even a bigger dark horse than Ricky, but um I'm it's more of a I'm rooting for him and I think he's gonna win it. So certainly a dark horse. I mean yeah. I, I love it. I've I've been a Jordan Spieth fan. Um I've got a lifetime bet with one of my buddies on who has a better who has a better career, Jordan Speed or Rory McIlroy? And I need some help from Jordan Speed <laughs> moving yeah. forward. Um, also, side note: I believe we lost Bryce. I haven't okay. heard from him in a minute, but uh, we're we gonna can, keep. We can. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. We'll finish it. We're on the last one. We'll, we'll hack right. it out of the rough and take yeah, your home exactly. Um, but yeah, for the British, for the. British Open, I'm going with Rory McIlroy. I I know mm-hmm. I, that that's why I was at wondering if we could use two. Um, he's he's been good. He's like lately. I think his firepower is going to be so good, and I think after what happened last year, uh, in in his home turf, I think I think he comes out and he fires some low rounds and and brings home his yeah. second, I believe, uh, British Open. So I like yeah. I like I like Rory McIlroy. That that's a great pick, and if yeah. honestly, if I were to bet my bank account on who's going to win it, I would probably bet Rory. I mean, he's mm-hmm. used to those, that style of play, and I just I'm just dreaming about uh, him hitting 350 yard stingers down the middle of the <laughs> fairway right now. I'm sure he's just going to tear that course up. I yeah. mean, with those with those link styles, like usually they favor. Um, you know, the guys who can drive the ball well mm-hmm. and he's the best driver in the world at the moment. So that's, that's a great pick. Yeah. And, and betting odds on that one. So Brooks, Brooks is the favorite, I believe on all three of the majors, bet wow. Vegas betting odds, except for, um, except for the U S or the British open. And then they have, he is actually tied at 10 to one odds with uh, Rory McIlroy. So, um, yeah. Let me check the Masters. I think that he is the leader in the Masters. I saw no, Tiger no, was up there. No, it's it, it's actually I, I should have looked at this. It's actually Rory and Tiger are the two leaders at eight to one, and then Dang. Brooks is ten to one. So um, Jordan Jordan Spieth, for what it's worth, is twenty five to one in the in the uh, British Open. So let's go, worth, baby. I'll take for that. what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Tiger Tiger at 20, 20 to one on the uh, British open. So that's not bad. All it's bad either. No, no. It, I golfing, betting on golf is so difficult, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's so fun at the same time. That's what I was going to mm-hmm. say. Well, mm-hmm. Sam, I nice to meet you. We got to get around yeah. in this year at some point. So uh, if you're ever in town in South Bend, hit me up. Um, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll sign this off. Bryce is not with us. So, um, I guess this is the 19th hole. Uh, this was Bryce Miller, Sam Ladig. I'm Luke Virgil. Later. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Bye.